From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of November 21st, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling. Walter Eccles, Sean Thompson, Kevin Close, John Magi, and Dustin West back on the controls. In this episode, we are going to talk about the new Be Our Guest restaurant in Fantasyland at the Magic Kingdom. This has been getting a lot of uh, a lot of buzz, a lot of people excited about it, and with good reason. It's an absolutely incredible restaurant. I mean, I'm excited the fact that most of us here today have been there. Usually when we do a segment or somebody does a thing, right. we don't have the chance. To, so I'm really excited that we all have been and can talk about it yep. and participate. I'm going tonight. Well, except, for except, for Kathy. Kathy. except for Kathy. I did lunch. I haven't done dinner yet. Well, Before well, we start talking about the restaurant, there's something else. I'm very excited about this new part of Fantasyland. I think it's gorgeous. But back in that same general area, they have a gift shop that's pretty much devoted to be our guest. And I see that as a huge step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Where was that? It's, over it's right next, next to, to Gaston's Tavern. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, I've been in But it's all, it, it, they don't sell Mickey back scratchers no. or those light-up spin toys that they sell in every single thing. There's not a vinyl mation station. There is no bead cart. So it's basically about Be Our Guest and Beauty, Belle, and, the Beauty and the Beast and Belle and stuff I, like and that. I, 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 uh, when we were in there during one of the, I think the first Christmas party yeah. that was open, and I was able to pick up, uh, it was a limited edition to 25 pieces uh, it's a 3D paper sculpture of the new Fantasyland. Oh, I know exactly. Yeah, and that's beautiful. I got it. Yeah, wow. I, I was mm. able to get, it was the last one. It was the last one. I just I'm, I'm excited because that to me is a step in the right Disney. Disney's taking a step in the right direction. Yeah. I hope that after this opens fully, that they don't stock it up with all the same crap you can buy every place else. Well, you know, it's funny you mention. I'm, I'm sorry, John. It was funny you mentioned it because I was in there last night, and I think it's a great store too. I agree with you. I was in there last night, you know, and Fantasyland was packed. I mean, there was just people everywhere. The store was empty. That's what I worry about. I worry that people aren't going to want to buy plates and cups and things like that, and then that's going to wind up being everything else. It's going to end up, I even said it to these guys, that store is not going to stay like that for very long. I hope Um, it does. I like the idea of there being a special, I like the idea that you can't walk in um, the Emporium. And by the plates that they sell in the right, back exactly. Part. right, exactly. That's what I like about the store because it's a mixture of um, cheaper things, but also really high end things. So yeah. they had the china from the restaurant. They had candle holders that mimic the gargoyles and stuff like that. So I think it's great. Yeah, that's it. So uh, the restaurant is open for lunch and dinner. Lunch is a counter service experience, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Dinner is table service. Lunch is actually similar to the uh, Contempo Cafe or. Even Captain Cook's in the Polynesian, you order from a kiosk, and you punch in all the stuff you want, and then you move on. Okay. Let, I don't know where you're going to jump into this, but do you go to the podium inside as you come past where the guys kiosk. are in the suits of armor? You mm-hmm. go past there, and there's that like kiosk where if it was lunchtime, that's where they give you your little thing for on the table. Yeah, they so, ask you how many are in your party. Okay, so mm-hmm. you check in there. And then that's they... just lunch. That's not dinner. Okay. What do you do for dinner? Dinner, you check in outside the restaurant. Okay. There's before you even walk over the bridge yeah. oh, to the okay. left. To okay. the left, there is a check-in location. You are not allowed 
over the bridge if you don't have a reservation. Oh, okay. Uh, at dinner. They were overbooked last night, so it was... Okay. Well, also, I think just because it's so popular, you know, they don't want that that whole space filled with people who Lobsy. are eating there. Right, right, I right. think there's a lot of people who want to just look inside, right. and yeah. I think that's what they're trying to stop. Well, they had cast members on the end of the bridge saying, folks, this is not an attraction. If you don't have reservations, you can't go yeah. any further. Because I guess right. a lot of people, it was open to the general public last night. And I think a lot of people were surprised and didn't even know what it was. Actually, right. last night was a Tables in Wonderland event. Was it open no, to the no, public? No, last night wasn't. No, 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 sorry, Sunday, night. Sunday night. I apologize. Night we I've, I've missed a day. Sorry. So you get, you check in and you get a beeper. Okay. And you can, and once you have your beeper, you can go towards the restaurant and then there are cast members in costumes standing there waiting for you. And I was surprised that when our beeper went off, the young lady, who didn't seem to have looked at anything, said, oh, are you the close party? And we said, yes, we are. And she walked us into the restaurant okay. and sat us down. Now, do you get, since there's three rooms, do you get a choice of no. what room? No, and they tell you, don't even bother asking. They explained already, it last night. Well, here's the is. thing for dinner. Only two of the rooms are supposed to be open for dinner. The, the West Wing is The closed, ballroom right? and the West Wing are open for dinner. The Rose oh. the Rose Gallery or the Music Box Room is supposed to be closed for dinner, but last night it was so crowded it was that open. they opened it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of an overflow Because we had asked, we had said, because we knew we were going to be shooting video and taking pictures, and so we asked, we wanted to be in the ballroom because that's, the, that's well lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the West Wing is not. The West Wing is really right. cool looking, it's, but it's very dark. And she said, we don't take any requests like that. It's all predetermined where everybody's seating. Fortunately, we got into the ballroom. Okay. I would have, I would have, me personally, I would have trouble having dinner in the West Wing. It's very dark. It's very dark. I have, I have vision issues in low light. I would have, I would have to sit with my phone, or camera, my phone flashlight on the whole thing. I think we should, let's take a step back and let's describe each room for our listeners who haven't had a chance to see it. The first room we've been talking about is the ballroom, and it is representation of uh, when Beauty and the Beast are, when Belle and the Beast are dancing. So there's big chandeliers in the ceiling, and it's um, we equated it to eating at a state dinner. It had a very yes. regal. Very if the Obamas regal. had shown up, you wouldn't be surprised. Right, yeah. And it is a huge room, beautiful room. At the far end is a window, quote-unquote. It's a Disney magic window. You're overlooking mountains, snow-capped There's actually mountains. seven windows right. there. And yeah, there's a scene of, of the snow-capped mountains, and it is actually snowing outside Anime, the window. Yeah, very very cool, very excellent effect. Animated One of snow. the things I found about this room, it has a terrazzo floor. So when I first walked in, I thought this is going to be unimaginably loud. I can o- I don't know what they've done, but it's not. I can only imagine that the ceiling is some sort of foam made to look like a ballroom ceiling. I was surprised it was because the loud. sound is absorbed very well yeah. for a huge space with a hard surface floor yeah. and very little drapery. The sound was not bad. Right. No. Beautiful, I, beautiful tables, big chairs, big uh, cushy plush chairs. I was just going to say, the first time I walked in there, it took my breath away. I had goosebumps. I had tears. I'd seen the pictures. I've seen everything that they've done from the day they started it. And when I walked in, it just, the attention to detail in that whole rest is absolutely gorgeous. And the scope and the size, I think, is also part of it. And that it's sitting in the middle of the Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. is just, you know, when you think about some of the dining venues in the Magic Kingdom and then you see this place, you're like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, when you think of like the Liberty Tree Tavern, which would fit in the lobby. Right, exactly. (laughs) So then there's a, a room we're talking about is the... We call the West Wing. The West is that actually the, the technical room? Yep, that's yes. the name of the room. Yeah. Why don't you describe that? Room? Uh, yeah. So it's um, designed to be Beast's area in his castle that was forbidden to Belle, and that she went in and kind of uh, 
Went the West, snooped in. Yeah, yeah. The West Wing is forbidden. <laughs> the she man went through cave of the. She went through his underwear. Yeah, it's his man cave. Uh, but it's also where the rose is sitting on the table with the glass dome over it, and so it's themed. It looks just like the movie. It's kind of torn up. There's like ripped fabric all over. Um, and like Kevin said, it's very dark. Um, and there's a show that there's a on. show every 15 minutes. You'll hear uh, a storm come, and so they do thunder, and then you'll see lightning outside the window. Um, and then that t- that clues you in to look at the rose. And as soon as a petal falls from the rose in the case, you should look up to the pa- the portrait because they have a portrait of Prince Adam before he was a beast. And then he will turn into the beast for a couple seconds. And I think it does it twice. It's very quick. Like you could miss it. Mm. Um, but it's one of the cool things people look for in that room. And that's a smaller room than the big ballroom. But Correct. I was still impressed with how many tables are in that as well. Right. Yeah, and they have smaller tables, so they have tables for two in that room. I'm not sure if the ballroom had tables it did, for two. But oh. as the tables for two were around the perimeter. Yeah. So I would not be happy. Sure. They were also in that center aisle. Or were they also in the center? Because we ran into Leah and David Zanola, and they had a table for two. Yeah, and right. they were right there. Like The restaurant is divided in half, and there's a walkway for the servers to get back and forth from the side. And there are tables for two along that mm-hmm. walkway. And then there's another room on the other side. Yeah, so I don't know what the official title of this room is. It's but the Rose Gallery. The Rose Gallery? Okay. Yeah, I keep calling it the Rosary Room for some reason. <laughs> the Rosary Room. I think that's yes. different. Uh, yeah, so this room has a huge music box in the center of the room that spins. Um, and one thing, it's kind of cool, but it kind of gets on my nerves, is they play like carousel music. So it's meant to sound like a music box, but I feel like it could get very old if you're sitting there for a long time. I thought it was music from Beauty and the Beast, but just played in that plinky plunky. No, it is, but it's, it's like carousel music, okay. so it sounds like you're on a carousel. Right. Um, but this room is really actually huge. Um, and they, one nice thing, they have like, um, booth seating on the edge. So if you have a big party, it would be nice to sit there and it's like plush kind of booth seating. And tons of pictures, quote unquote. Yeah. Paintings. So there's galleries. That's why it's called the Rose Gallery. Cause there's some really weird looking. They are kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> some it's bizarre like, stuff in there. Almost looks like Haunted Mansion-ish. Yeah. Like they're going to stretch <laughs> and the room is going to grow. Um, yeah, but this room is technically only open for lunch, um, but like I said, if it's busy, they'll, they'll use open it, it up. overflow yeah. for dinner. Mm-hmm. And with you know, with the um, uh, amount of interest in this restaurant, I don't, I don't imagine they're going to be able to leave that room closed for any length of time. No. Right. I see. Um, I predict a character meal going in to that restaurant. I think you're going to see a lot of things done in that restaurant. Mm-hmm. I really do. But one of the things you're going to see, and I just want to preface this because we were told this last night, the menu is going to change in January. It is going to be seasonal. Uh, this menu. So we're going to talk about the food that we had when we ate there, but in January it's going to change. And also interested to see if the pricing changes and if the quality changes. I think that's all. We all not. have that same thought. Yeah. Can I they keep not. up the quality? Because the prices are excellent. I will tell you that I had six people at dinner last night. We ordered six appetizers, six entrees, the six desserts, yeah. which is the entire menu. Uh, for six people, including the gratuity before the Tables in Wonderland discount, was $280. Really? Should we tell them we yes. did the wow. same thing for four people? <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, we did the same thing for four people. But we did it because we were a typical restaurant review. We like to overorder and taste everything. So yeah. we're glad we did it. Yeah. yeah we had Skip Potter and Shelly with us uh, last night for dinner. Had actually, they time. had us with them because that was Skip's reservation. He actually had four extra spots. We had a seven ten reservation uh, for four people, so we, you know it's you know Skip and Shelley by themselves. We said let's all do it together. Very nice. So we had a very nice dinner with them. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the dinner menu, um, starting with the appetizers. Um, now we do have a blog up with photographs of all of these and the video 
shows the whole restaurant and all the food that we right. ate last night. So we'll have a link to that on the show notes page. But uh, uh, sorted cured meats and sausages. I could not stop eating this unbelievable dish. Did uh, you have the? Did you well, you must have had the pate. Oh, of course I had the oh, pate. Oh, yeah, my God. God. I'm also good. surprised at the price of that. Uh, $14.99 serves two people. And in... That's really low. It is. They yeah. could get away with much higher pricing on that. They could. They could. They could also get away with lower quality, and they didn't. They did not. It was very uh, The quality good. of everything yeah. on that board was phenomenal. I could not agree more. Um, I thought it was just, I'm, I'm sitting there going, does anybody want any of this? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like, go ahead, go ahead. Um, but they had that, uh, the chicken sausage Yes. With the uh, what was apples, it? was it? No, uh, no it was no, um, currants. It was like well, they, there was currants there, but they had they had one of the sausages had uh, uh, was it uh, sun dried tomatoes? Oh, I think our waitress just said specks. And that was for the that was for the pate, and it was like for the pate. Yeah, it was, it was a champagne pate. champagne, and she was saying like champagne specks or something. Yeah, she yeah here's it. the yeah. deal. We knew that this was going to be John's favorite, so it kind of kept inching closer to that side of the table. <laughs> Um, phenomenal. I will tell you that everything I... T- I didn't taste everything that we ordered, but everything I tasted, I was blown away. We actually went around the table and shared everything we ordered from start to finish with four of us. And I thought the potato leek soup was very good. That was very good, yes. I thought that the French onion soup... I'm not a huge fan. I love the cheese on top. Nobody seemed to think that, that was, the French onion soup was beefy. We have there's better French onion soup at Chefs de France. In my I opinion. I have to disagree. I thought it was one of the best I'd ever tasted. It was I sweet. thought it was pretty good. It was sweet. Yeah. It I I just had a, I thought it had a great flavor for me. And I, I tend to I tend to lean more toward the sweet yeah, stuff. I like a more savory, like a beefy kind beefy of broth. And I like it. But here's I like the deal. Sweeter. Again, you're talking about a really great bowl of soup. A lot of cheese melted on top for six ninety nine. Yeah, the prices. I I was shocked at how at the prices. I really was. And like you said, the potato leek was really nice. It wasn't was completely smooth. I mean, I, I like I like chunks, but there was. It needed Some a little substance. bit of salt, but otherwise it was perfect. And it the was potato good. leek soup was five ninety nine. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. it was that delicious. That moved closer to me. The mussels, mussels provencal with white wine, okay. tomato, garlic, onion, basil, and butter was ten ninety nine. In our opinion, I, you probably didn't taste it. I didn't. He didn't. That this was the big hit of our table. Yeah. Out of the I love the, the sheer. Luckily, I think it was Sean and I were the only ones eating. Okay, it. One at a time. One at a time. Go ahead. Sean and I were the only ones eating the mussels, but I ate the majority of them. I thought it was. Yeah, excellent. they were fantastic. You, How many you, times did you have mussels this weekend, Sean? Twice, <laughs> you didn't see me sneak the ten from that plate that I had, which is what I was saying. There's a, just a crapload of those muscles on, on that. And that, that was a lot broth. of muscles for an appetizer. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, eleven dollars. The broth is really good too. Yeah, it was. And they get they serve you very warm, nice warm say, bread. Be- before we go on, you guys had the bread that they brought out in the beginning yes. with the salted butter. Even the bread was good. Good. The bread was bread very was good. very good. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, then uh, finishing off the appetizers, a garden salad with a champagne vinaigrette, four forty nine. We did not. That it. was the one thing on the menu we didn't order. We figured it was a salad. Yeah, it, it was. I gotta say, it was just okay. It was just a salad. <laughs> yeah, had, had well, a nice we, dressing. But that's we it. actually then we actually ordered the trio. We did. oh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot that. Yes, this, the seasonal salad trio, six ninety nine. Three individual bowls. One is roasted beet, gold raisin, and orange salad. The other green bean, tomato, and roasted shallot, and then watermelon. Radish and, or is it supposed to be radish? Radish. Um, and, uh, okay, I did a typo on the blog. And mint salad. <laughs> and uh, I tasted some of this. It was good. 
This guy's so fresh. We liked two of them. We weren't none. Of, nobody at the table was crazy about the watermelon salad. It was the one that was the least popular. I agree. But as far as what other appetizers there are on the menu, I felt that this was kind of like eh. Right. And, and how much was that? Six ninety nine. Again, a good price. Yeah, very good price. I would order it again. Um, moving on to the entrees, time-scented pork rack chop with au gratin macaroni, which was unbelievable. This was my favorite. Uh, seasonal vegetables and a red wine jus, uh, twenty-one ninety-nine. This is what I had, and I thought it was fantastic. Were you surprised at how big that chop I was? I was stunned at the size. That, of that was chop. a really big piece of pork, yeah. and it was really well cooked. It was not, it was it was a good quality mm-hmm. piece of pork. It really was. Um, I got to say, the uh, seasonal vegetables, the uh, green beans and uh, uh, roasted peppers, with whatever seasoning they put on those, I could not stop eating them. I thought they were absolutely okay. out of this world. And you know me and vegetables. so And that, that uh, uh, au gratin macaroni was just, I had to give it away because I'm like, no, I really should not be, <laughs> I should not be eating this. Um, we... Uh- for some reason, we wound up with, I, I think we ate our silverware because we wound up with not the right amount of silverware. And Sean, Sean looked over at me at one point and goes, are you cutting your pork with a butter knife? I said, yeah, it was all I had was the butter knife. But that's how tender it was. It was. was. It was tender enough to cut with a butter knife. Now, do they bring your food out on the cart or do they bring no. it out? No, no it's ballet no. service. Everyone okay. is brought out together and the, the wait staff puts everyone's meal in front of you at the same time. Right. Okay. Uh, the rotisserie Cornish hen with roasted fingerling potatoes and seasonal vegetables was fifteen ninety nine. Sean, you had that. Yeah, that's what I had. It was great. Um, the potatoes were awesome. They had a little kind of uh, like a toasted bread with like a roasted garlic um, spread on top. I don't know the etiquette on eating a Cornish game hen, so I, I felt kind of weird just like diving in and eating it. Supposed to pick it up like an apple. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I did. So that's good. Very <laughs> King Henry the Eighth. Yeah, but it was great. It was cooked well, and the seasoning was good. Um, Pan seared salmon. On leek fondue, uh, served with creamy saffron crushed potatoes, twenty ninety nine. It was and very good. That's yes. what I had. Walter had that, and Kevin had that. I was. I thought it was excellent, just excellent, and very reasonably priced. And the leek fondue and the potatoes went together really well, and they sort of complemented the fish in a great way. It was just. I, I was surprised. We tried to make sure that everybody ordered something else. Something this, is different. Not, this is one of those things. There's another surprise, and you think to yourself, okay, I'm in the Magic Kingdom, and I'm going to order fish? Am yeah. I out of mm-hmm. my mind? Right, exactly. And it was incredible. Um, grilled strip steak, the most expensive thing on the menu, with garlic, herb, butter, and palm frites, uh, $29.99. And uh, Skip, Skip had Potter this. had that. And I took a few bites uh, of it. I, I got to say, I thought it was beautifully seasoned. It was a very nice piece. It, well, you were cutting it up, so it cut fairly easy. It cut very easy. Um, you know, is it a yachtsman steak? No. But it was a very, It's also very not yachtsman's priced. Right. Exactly. Right, right. Um, I was really surprised about the seasoning that was on it. It was perfectly seasoned that's what william had and it was just delicious really was very very good and i thought for thirty dollars it was an excellent value for that steak uh we ran into leah and david zanola in the park last or i'm sorry last night i really did lose a day somewhere (laughs) sunday night um and he said he puts a one on every all steak it's just part of what he does right and he said this steak didn't need it doesn't need it wow needed nothing that's nice you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a salt guy. I salt the heck out of everything I eat. I'm very bad with that, but my sodium's very good. Um, 
when I eat something, Walter got kind of got me in the mindset of at least taste it before He's you like, salt it. Can I have the salt? I'm like, but you haven't tasted it yet. Um, so I've started doing that. I've started tasting my food before I salt because sometimes it really doesn't need it. Sometimes the seasoning is perfect. And for me, that's how I know it was really well done that, you know, if, if it doesn't need anything at all from me. And nothing that I ate last night really required any salt. It I was did put some salt on my perfectly. I did put some salt on my pork, but just because I felt like it. The only thing I thought needed salt was I thought the leek soup, soup needed a pinch of salt. I agree. That's the only thing I thought needed salt. Um, but the strip steak was excellent. Excellent uh, steak. And Skip loved it. Skip ate it all. He ate every bit of it, yeah. Um, sautéed shrimp and scallops with seasonal vegetables served in a puff pastry with a creamy lobster sauce. Twenty two ninety nine. Uh, that was what Shelly had. Shelly had. I did have a shrimp, and it tasted, and tasted very good. I had that the last time I ate there, and it was absolutely amazing. I mean, the amount of um, scallops you get, really. Sean had that the night we were there, and we all got to taste it. I'm surprised at how beautiful this dish is. Yeah, it really is. Looking yes. really nice. You guys aren't making House of Bread this part. easy. Yeah, it is hard to no, say. No, because you look at the whole menu, and you're like, yes. We're going to make it easier for you. Wait one more minute. Okay. Layered ratatouille, uh, oven-baked zucchini, mm. eggplant, mushrooms, tomatoes, and caramelized onions sliced and layered on quinoa, served quinoa. with quinoa, quinoa, whatever, quinoa. Uh, served with a bell pepper sauce, fifteen ninety nine. This is what Dustin had last right. night. And it tasted like bell pepper. That's, that was about the flavor that I got out we of bought, it. We got I this for the table to share. We put it in the middle of the table. And of all the dishes, this was the least successful. Yeah, okay. I don't think it was. It was the like least it. special. It was okay. The, the description qu- sounds delicious. Yeah, it does. And the quinoa was cooked perfectly, which is very what hard is to quinoa? do. What is quinoa? It's a, it's a grain. It's a superfood, actually. It's a super grain, yeah. They okay. say it's actually the when perfect we went, food why I wouldn't for people. Know it. When we went to Peru, everything we had was like quinoa soup. They had that everywhere. I told Sean that I felt like I was on an episode of Survivor where... Um, like for the reward challenge, the person that wins gets a big juicy steak, and then the person that loses gets the like beach water and the and the rice. <laughs> so and I got, was you punished with the. So uh, you were the loser. To do it. <laughs> yeah. However, but, but seawater would have taste to it. <laughs> <laughs> However, though, from did you when you were ordering? Did you think that? No, you thought it sounded great. It sounded didn't? great, and it and it did. It did have a good flavor. I'm just a, I'm. When I go out to a restaurant like this, I'm going to want some red meat or, yeah. or he, He's going to want red meat that he's not going to finish because I have yet to see all the meals I've eaten with Dustin. I have not seen him clear his plate I didn't even once. finish the ratatouille. Oh, no, this is, sit near me. This is definitely the ve- vegetarian entree. Yeah, right, 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 exactly. And we talked about nothing needing salt. It's my opinion that this would have needed salt yes. and hot sauce I and did. cheese <laughs> and meat. <laughs> and meat. And meat. And the meat. And flavor. And flavor. All right, moving on to the desserts. The desserts are um, all three ninety nine each. They are served. They, they bring the dessert cart around, and uh, basically, what you have here are a collection of cupcakes and puff pastries. Yes. So you have a, a strawberry cream cheese cupcake, which is a vanilla sponge cake, strawberry mousse filling, and a cream cheese icing. I had that. That was really good. You have a triple chocolate cupcake, a chocolate sponge cake, chocolate mousse filling, and chocolate ganache. That was really good, too. Uh, lemon meringue cupcake, vanilla sponge cake, lemon custard filling, and flamed meringue icing. We have a chocolate cream puff filled with chocolate mousse topped with whipped cream. We have a passion fruit cream puff filled with passion fruit mousse topped with Yummy. whipped cream. A le- lemon raspberry cream puff, which is gluten-free and has no sugar added, 
filled with a lemon custard. Save that for the end. Don't talk about that just yet. So those are the items available for for dessert. Um, I had the uh, I had the strawberry. Um, it was delicious. The strawberry mm-hmm. cream cheese cupcake was very delicate. Very delicate. Um, and everybody was trying to rip the paper Thank off you. of theirs. I had the same problem. And you can't. Uh, really, it's like you know I, this I material. It it's, it's like, like government plastic. It is, but <laughs> I, I found actually, I found actually, it made a nice cup to eat. Mm. Just eat it out of. So you know, it would have been much easier than actually. Yeah, I yeah. finally got mine off, but it was a work for our, for our listeners. I just all of the cupcakes are served in this sort of vellum uh, plastic thing that's holding them in place. And I think the natural thing is you want to open up your cupcake and eat yeah, it. Right. Don't and you can't. And so you do really you think can't. they cooked it that way? I think they're baked in that yeah, cup. Yeah. I think okay. they'd have to be, yeah. Because dessert was the only part of my meal that I th- was at all disappointed in. I was expecting because this food was so good and the atmosphere is so grand. I, you know how they serve those desserts where they have the crown around them, mm-hmm. right? I was expecting something like that. Yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting a hostess cupcake, even a good hostess cupcake, from. A, do, a trolley. It, it, to the desserts all looked too much alike to me, and they were all too similar. The fillings were different, and they tasted okay. We thought the cupcakes were better than the puff pastries. But what, see, what I liked about it though was that you know, especially because I'm trying to watch. You know, I normally won't order dessert because I don't want that much stuff in front of me because I'll eat it. So this was nice because these were small, mm-hmm. three ninety nine each. I agree. Um, the serving sign was great. So, you know, from that standpoint, um, I understand what you're saying. You were ex- kind of expecting something a bit more elaborate. Especially and it doesn't have to be meal. a bigger serving. I just expected, because the, 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 the quality of the meals were so good, that I expected something that, in my opinion, would have dessert. matched them. Right. Correct. Did anybody have the cream puff? We had everything. We had everything. Okay. I mean, I didn't. did you I like it? I don't. First of all, I'm not Aww. a big dessert eater as it is, but I'm I'm not I was not impressed with the cream puffs. We even had okay. the no sugar, no gluten, no flavor cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't okay. try. We didn't attempt that one. Which we was like one it was like eating tissues. I thought I, I should have got that one after the ratatouille. You might as well. It was. <laughs> it, 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 it was good. It was good. And for people who don't eat sugar and can't eat gluten, this was a nice option. Um, there was the one filled with passion fruit, and I've said this before. You know those cords that run down the side of your neck? One bite of it, and they seize up, and your, mm. your saliva glands start to go. <laughs> was it sour? I mean, it's tart. It's tart. 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 Yeah. tart. But I loved it. It was good. Okay, when did they give you the gray stuff? Well, we we're at, just going to get to okay, that. Okay, that comes at the end. Well, no, actually, no. it doesn't. Let's, oh, we, okay. I think someone needs to explain it before yeah. we go on. So uh, the gray stuff is a reference to Be and the Beast. And in the, in the song, Be Our Guest, um, they, make a, they talk about, try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Um, Don't believe us? Yes, the dishes. Yes, the dishes. Yeah. And they play that up in the restaurant a lot. Yes. Um, so they, they're kind of known for this. And so it's this little dollop of uh, gray, gray mousse. And so it's basically just cookies and cream. I think it's basically just like crumbled up Oreos and whipped cream mixed together. Which is the most brilliant yeah, it's delicious. combination It's ever. delicious. And they've kind you of You all been... haven't been fat long enough. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 this is a combination we knew about a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is no secret. This here. is not new. <laughs> um, yeah, so they've been kind of advertising this um, because it's been offered. Um, through the previews and stuff. And so people, I think, are starting to expect it. Um, however, it's not guaranteed. 
they've oh, their official okay. stance on the gray stuff is that it's saved for special occasions, so birthdays, anniversaries, things like that. It's not something that can necessarily be ordered. And so I asked two servers what the response would be if people asked for it. And they kind of did a Disney kind of thing. You know, they said, uh, it's saved. We want to keep it special. Um, so it's for special occasions. I don't know, John, you want to talk about it a little more? Well, but first of all, let no, me I, explain. I think you did a good job. Yeah. It's a teaspoon. Yeah. It's tiny. Yeah. Right. It's a small, it's a small dollop. Of- I mean, we're not talking, this isn't going to feed two people. This right. is a teaspoon of stuff. But they just brought it to the table last night. I mean, was, was it on for the, it? That's not standard. Was it on the bill? No, it's no, not. No, it's, it's complimentary. A, it's an extra thing. comes on a cute little white dish, and in powdered chocolate, they write, try the gray stuff. It's very cute. It's very well done. I've, I've seen but, it served both ways, like on the plate that we saw, and they do kind of like a stencil, and they put like cocoa powder or something to spell out the words. But I've also seen it in this um, tiny plastic kind of shoehorn type thing where they like to put plastic it in like a single... spoon. Yeah, well, John it's like a weird... Yeah. John had a different name for that. Yeah, we won't go to that. <laughs> but, <laughs> he did have a different name. Um, uh, one of the things that I think is a concern is that it's going to get out there, that this is available, and I think everyone's going to either say, it's my birthday, it's my anniversary, yeah, I want right. it, or they're going to be upset if they don't get it. So Disney I would has very, to, I would, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So Disney is going to have to figure out their spiel for delivering Why this. Why don't they just sell it? Well, they, or they, just offer it to everybody. It's such a little amount. Yeah, yeah. Just put it on everybody's right. table and say. And I think that's if what they just end brought up doing. one or two servings, not for everybody, but just for the table. Oh, no, they brought one for four of us. Yes. And it was yeah. fine because everybody had a little taste. They brought two for the table of six. How were us. your servers? She was good. Excellent. I yeah. thought she was very good. Our server was, was named Marnie. And she was among the best waitresses I've ever well, had. Uh, servers, excuse me, I've ever had at Disney. She was spectacular. Yeah, I, I, I really liked uh, our girl. She was a lot of personality. A lot of Look, personality. That's what, that, that's what they're going to do with an opening team like this. They're going to bring the best of the well, best. Well, you know, speaking of that, you know, we there was some conjecture we had last night. Walter mentioned it. I thought it as well. That, you know, I hope that they are not, you know, low prices, great quality, so that early buzz on this restaurant is fantastic, and then we'll you know once they're getting what they want, the price goes up, the quality comes down. Yeah. They done I would everything be so down. disappointed. Do you remember they when they opened the noodle station at? Yes, we went there, and the food was excellent. Hot, huge portions, low prices. Excellent. We actually went back a couple of times just to have lunch or dinner. Wow! And then all of a sudden, it was like it, it went it went downhill faster than an Olympic skier. Yeah, it, it this was, restaurant was overstaffed when we went there. There were people who were standing around. I'm sure that will change. Yeah, as time goes on. Now we did um, have two glasses of wine and two beers at dinner. The beers are very. You can address them more. They're French beer or Belgian. Belgian. They're not available almost anywhere else. Yeah, I, I, relative. I mean, you have to go to special places to get them, but it's not like Budweiser or Heineken. Yeah, right. they're special. Now, do they have a full bar, or is it just wine and beer? Just, just wine and beer yeah. at this point. Okay. And I had a glass of wine. It was uh, an, a wine from Alsace. It was $9 a glass. I apologize. I didn't write the name down. It's the second one on the list. And they apparently have a very special wine that's a five blend, mm-hmm. she kept talking about. It's did by you, John Lasseter. Did you have the specifics of that? With you because it was like I don't actually, but actually, but it was really expensive. It's sixteen dollars a glass, and it's made by John Lasseter's vineyard. Feet, John Lasseter's feet. He crushes the grapes. Excellent, crushes the grapes himself. One of the things I wanted to point out is, first of all, this is not a Russian rush and go type of. No, not at all. This is a leisurely dinner. So if you think, okay, let me go grab something to eat before I get on. No, 
you know, no, Winnie the happen. Pooh, it's not going to happen. We also asked about the uh, the alcohol service, and we said, is there does has Disney imposed a limit? We realized that there was some concerns about you know marauding drunks running through Fantasyland, <laughs> and she said that all everywhere on Disney property there's a rule which we just flabbergasted us that no place on Disney property that serves alcohol is allowed to serve you more than two drinks at one time. <laughs> well, And I thought, well, who's doing that? That yeah. really applies to quick service, um, specifically at the resorts. So if you're going right. to the, the quick service, like Captain Cook's, for example. Oh, I can understand. So you yeah. can't right. buy drinks. For that's why I, I think that's where it originates. Well, so. it was like, there, it, was in a, it was explained to us very it was an odd explanation yeah. at dinner because I thought, who's going to do that? It's- I will tell you, as someone who is a recovering alcoholic who did a lot of drinking on Disney property, never once, and folks, let me tell you, I'm a professional when I drink. I am a professional. I drink a lot. I can put away a lot of booze, and I put away a lot of booze at bars in Disney World. Never once was I ever checked. Never once. And I'm talking about there were times I was clearly on the verge of being incoherent and was never flagged, never stopped, never questioned, never anywhere on, on Disney property. Right. Now, maybe for the st- maybe because they're introducing alcohol into the Magic Kingdom here, they're going to be very, very careful. I wonder how long that And that's lasts. why I asked the question, because right. I wanted to see what they said. <laughs> and it, she said it, they're trained that... If this becomes an issue, they are, she said, the first thing they were supposed to do was encourage more water consumption and things more food consumption. And I said, well, at what point would you stop me? She said, if you came in and ordered a bowl of soup and then decided to have rounds and rounds and rounds of drinks, that would be looked down. They would stop the consumption of alcohol. They also told us that there is, uh, there are several sommeliers on, uh, duty mm-hmm. so if you're looking for a bottle of wine with dinner wow yeah the other thing that i found uh surprising about this restaurant was how small the bathrooms were uh, we, yeah we yeah i was surprised that. Yeah. too yeah it was like this giant restaurant and yes. the men's room was tiny and two I thought, two urinals and three stalls one for kids one for men two stalls yeah however the men's Beautiful. room was stunning I'm thinking of stealing their wallpaper for the backsplash in our kitchen. I thought it was absolutely <laughs> gorgeously decorated. I'd be thrilled to have a bathroom like that at home. Yeah, I didn't uh, go in, so. I oh. was just surprised it was so small for such a large Yeah, because it, it's got to seat six or 800 people, yeah, wouldn't well, you yeah. think? D- Dustin and Walter spent most of the evening in the bathroom, so they would know better about it. Oh. went one time before we left, and it was small. <laughs> okay, I was in so. only in there for a little while. So. I, Dustin, didn't, I didn't go to that one. Dustin visited. Dustin visited like four, four or five times. Right. So, all right. Overall, <laughs> overall. Uh, actually, I, I, I want to bring up something oh, that I'm they sorry. just announced yesterday. Um, the Beast will be making appearances at dinner. Yes, that's right. Um, that's and they, right. it's actually something they kept secret. Uh, they actually made a point of saying that there were going to be no characters at the restaurant. Now up they until are, yesterday. What I've heard is that he's not going in the restaurant. Uh, that he'll he, be in the lobby def- area. No, nope, he nope, walks through the restaurant. the restaurant. We have video. I'll tell. Nope. Yeah, if you want to check our video, that's on the blog we just put up. He he clearly he starts at a certain point um, in the ballroom. He makes his rounds. He doesn't stop it and take pictures or autographs or anything just, like that. Yeah, but correct. he goes to each room before he goes to the uh, the lobby area. Yeah, exactly. Are you supposed to be able to see him after you eat? Is what I was confused. Yeah. So he goes to the study, which is the room where you order your quick service during lunch. Um, and then I think you are allowed to 
get up from your table, or if you're finished, you can go do a meet and greet, take pictures with the beast in the study. Okay, until that's what this I thought is, was saying. until this is really cut to stone, I would not I would not base my reservation there on this interaction. Right, right. Now I have a question for those of you who've done lunch quick serve. Is the menu the same? No, no, it's different food. No. The desserts are all the same. So is it completely different food, or is it some yeah. of the same food as no, offered? It's, it's no, it looks different. From Before yeah. you go into the, the restaurant, they have soup. the lunch menu and the dinner menu together. Yeah, it's just two different. Did you find sh- the quality of lunch? I thought lunch was very good. They have the leek soup at lunch. They have the French onion too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's good food. Mm-hmm. Now, as you enter the restaurant, there are wow, some certain um, architectural details. As you enter the ballroom, there is a uh, like a. Is it? It's the beast holding up the columns. Gargoyles. It's his gargoyles. 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 Mm-hmm. You can buy those architectural details in a much smaller size. In that, I don't know what the name of it is. The bell rest. The bell shop. I apologize. I right. Don't, yeah, I don't it's remember. It's a storybook. Um, uh, I can't remember. Whether or not it remains Beauty and the Beast and only Beauty and the Beast, or all of the uh, the people that would fit into Fantasyland, I hope they keep it unique. It's bonjour gifts. Well, I will. I will tell you this. Um, I didn't go in with any particular set of expectations, good or bad, um, and I was blown away. I thought the food, the service, the atmosphere, the location, the way it was done, the attention to detail, the whole. I, 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 I just think they have outdone themselves with this restaurant. They've outdone themselves with Fantasyland in general, in my opinion. But this restaurant in particular, what an amazing addition to this park. Um, and I went in with very low expectations. Did you? I expected great hall of the people kind of <laughs> dining hall kind of stuff. I, it, it's, it's way, it's big and there's a lot of different spaces. I really expected this was going to be like wedding reception food. This is going to have to be re-reviewed a few times because A, the menu is going to change. But also, uh, I really am interested to see what's going to happen with the pricing and the quality. If they maintain that ratio that they have now of price and quality, it's amazing. This is going to be. I, I think it's. They may have to raise the prices just to keep the crowds down. If this, may, I, under those caveats, same quality, same, correct, same price. This is going to be the Lasellier of the Magic Kingdom. I believe that. Right. In my opinion, in my opinion, the pricing was uh, uh, inappropriately low for what we were being served. Um, that anywhere else I would have expected and been okay with pricing that was high. I don't, didn't, don't ever think, I didn't ever think those words would leave my <laughs> mouth talking about a Disney restaurant. And not that I'm encouraging them to raise the prices. But if they did, the food that I ate last night would be worth it. This is signature dining. This is signature dining. No question. Yes. No question. Yes. We Absolutely. talk about value for your for the food for the price you pay for the food you get. And while you know you are paying thirty dollars for a steak, the value is extremely high. It is for the quality. Of food the only you place I didn't see the value was the desserts, but they weren't bad. I just thought they were. They didn't meet the luxury standard of the rest of the dinner. I thought they were kind of. Second class, there's a good word, pedestrian desserts for a really spectacular meal. All right. Should we go around the table, do out of 10 what we think of it? Sure. Go ahead and start. I think it's a nine, but I think it's a nine based on what I ordered. I think next time I go back, it'll be a 10 because I'll know exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. Kevin? I would agree with that. 
I would agree with that. And that plays into all of it. The food, the atmosphere, the fact that it's not that great hall of the people right. screaming madness, which it could be. Um, and I certainly, what the, the, the minor thing I said about the desserts would never keep me from going. There. Right, of course. I might get a cupcake someplace else in the park and skip dessert, but it's absolutely right. worth it. And as long as it stays with those parameters you said, I think it's going to be a huge hit for a long time. And deserves to be. It Agreed. does. Sean? Uh, a 10. I think it's by far the best restaurant in Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's without a doubt. Yeah. No question. I agree with John. Now that I know what I've tasted almost everything, I can piece together the perfect meal. Now that it's he doesn't have to eat quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would, it would be a 10 because I know exactly what I would get next time. Walter? It was a 10. Everything, the food, the value, the, the service, everything was exceptional. Kathy, for lunch, what would you give it? A 10. We've wow. been there twice and both times it's been good. Well, I don't, I don't give out 10s. Because ten means perfect. Ten oh, means. Oh, I thought it was the day we were there. I, I, nothing is perfect, um, ever. But for a theme park dining experience, this is about as close as you get. Um, I would equate when, this with the Brown Derby. I, 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 I the just Derby. took the words right out of my mouth because we just had dinner at the Brown Derby a few nights right. ago. That is always spectacular. Did you That's, have the pork there? Yes. I can't not have the pork when I'm there. But I can't give anything a 10. But I will give it a 9.9. Because everything I ate, everything I ate, I loved. I didn't like it. I loved it. I'm like, this is delicious. This is really well thought out. The menu, the way it was prepared, the atmosphere you're eating in, the level of service, the price of the food. All of that stuff combined for me, I'm like, okay, I'm in the Magic Kingdom where I expect to pay double what something is worth. And I'm actually paying less than what I think this food is worth right now. Now, again, this could be opening stuff, an opening strategy <laughs> yeah, to not. get the good buzz, get the goodwill, and then up the price and lower the quality. I hope not. I hope not. But if the price does go up and the quality remains the same, I'm okay with that. I will have, I'll re-review this in a couple of months. I'll I'll go with you. Okay, <laughs> so let's make our reservation now. Right? Yeah, really. Make exactly, folks. I'm going to tell you, you are. This is going to be a very difficult reservation to yeah, get. I just read a restaurant yeah. review on um, the Disboards, and they didn't like it. No, they really? didn't like it. They were they got their buzzer, and they were waited an hour. It took them 30 minutes for their waitress to show up. So there are. Um, there are experiences out there that aren't stellar. Right. Uh, I, ours, it wasn't ours. Ours wasn't like that. No. Ours was not like that at all. Nothing even close to it. We had excellent service. Everything. Nothing went wrong last night. Nothing went wrong. So with that, thank you, everybody. It was a great experience uh, getting a chance to eat there and great fun talking about it again today. We hope you enjoyed it. That will do it for this episode. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Always remember, decorate the damn park. There we go. <laughs>